Hey, what up, everybody? It's the Well-Spoken Token coming at you again with another episode. Guys, thank you so much for clicking this link. But if you haven't checked out the previous episode that Richard Pryor wasn't gay, he was just on drugs, you can check that out in the link above or below the uh, current one you're on on any of your favorite platforms. Uh, today we are covering quite a few topics. We, uh, I was feeling real nerdy today, so we lean into that. We talk about Demon Slayer again. We talk about anime and hip hop comparisons. We dig into Lil Wayne's impact on the culture and the status of hip hop itself. And we even kind of dig into the podcast. We're going to have a podcast meta talk. So, you know, hope you guys find that interesting. Uh, thank you so much. What's up, everybody? It's the Well Spoken Token coming at you again, man. I'm so happy to be alive and well in this crazy pandemic. Uh, I just want to reach out to all the families, people that are going through things during this rough time. it's hard to be up in spirits, but I guarantee you, I'm going to give you 1,000%, even though that's mathematically impossible, <laughs> this podcast. Brother, who is joining me today, Mr. Virgil Hawkins, FTW, what's going on, brother? You feeling good? Man, I'm all right. All right. That's what's up. I wanted to go ahead and get that out of the way, uh, get a little serious, a little somber with everybody, just because, you know, you kind of have to at this point. It's hard not to address it. Um, during this quarantine, man, though, I've had an uh, interesting time getting back into my reading. I've been like actually reading more comic books and oh, manga. Like, Word. Yeah, tons. Uh, in, in that manga deep dive, I've actually managed to catch up on Demon Slayer. And my God, I know we talked about it last uh, last podcast right there at the end there, but I kind of want to pick back up on this, this Demon Slayer craziness. Have you actually, like, I know that you don't participate in the culture as much as I do, brother, but, like, like in your experience so far with this, where are you at? Like, with Demon Slayer? Um, Manga? Are you, are you watching the anime? Like, no, definitely, definitely not anime only. Like, uh, I'm watching, um, I'm, I'm reading the manga as it comes. Um, I, I, I might skip a chapter or two every now and again just to, you know, get over. I feel like manga filler is much worse than anime filler. It's so, weird, like, because manga filler is almost non-existent. I'm like, what do you mean? It's not non-existent. Like, there's definitely some chapters that are just like, yeah, we're just kind of, like, biding time until we get to, you know, the next week. Because we need X amount of chapters before we actually end shit. Oh, Shonen's calling. Shonen's knocking on the door. We need these chapters. Yeah. Maybe all that. Yeah, and it's just like, all right, well, you know, I could do that, or I could just skip it. I, I usually let it get ahead of the time. But I have been following Demon Slayer pretty, like, uh, pretty, pretty heavily, you know. At least to the point where we're at right now. Oh, okay. So you've kept up. So you're aware of, like, again, uh, again, just like last time, Demon Slayer spoilers coming right about now. Yeah, so you're at the Demon King Tanjiro situation, right? Yeah. Okay. So Also, nobody's officially called him the Demon King. Like, just because somebody's given him the powers of the Demon King doesn't make him, quote, the Demon King. I, I, I would not say that he is the Demon King. I call him Demon King Tanjiro only because... He's now got, like, the most of the Demon King of Pop's blood, like, like sweeping through his veins. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, it's going to get real nerdy probably for the next 10, 15 minutes. If you want to skip ahead, that's perfectly fine. But I mean, it's going to get... These, these niggas know this timestamps at this point. <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to get gnarly at this point. Uh, but I say, because I'm all about the theory situation, so I'm going to dive deep in here. So... I say that because Muzan poured so much of his blood and intent into Tanjiro at this point, I think that we've kind of ascended into a new being. Like, take Vegeta, right? There's Majin Vegeta, right? And that's an entirely different, almost persona in itself. Okay? But we give it the Majin title. Okay. He's not pink. He has no actual... Well, Majin, the Majin, like, not to cut you off or nothing yeah. like that, Majin doesn't mean you're pink. You know what I'm saying? Majin, Majin just means magic. I'm aware. Like, it just means, like, oh, you you not have, like, genie magic extra bullshit you're connected attached to you. So, of course, he's not fucking pink. I get what you're saying. Though. Yeah. 
Well, I'm saying that, of course, he's not the demon king. Yeah. But he is, in all intents and purposes, the most powerful demon on the planet. Yes, that's my position. Or, excuse me, because we don't know how far into this she's going to go or whether Muzan was actually the first demon or if there's, like, another bigger, badder demon. I really hope she takes things super seriously and doesn't, like, drag us along. Because I feel like Demon Slayer could... Demon Slayer is written by a woman? I think so. Or nah, by, like, hold on, this, that's yeah. pimp. <laughs> hold on, <laughs> hold on. Let me let me double yeah, check. Yeah, go ahead and get that. Something seems wrong about. Why are you looking at it? It could be very wrong. It's just a feminine sounding name. Yeah, thing. <laughs> let's let, let for all intents and purposes, the mangaka. I hope she takes things seriously and doesn't. And no offense, Taikubo, but doesn't Taikubo is like where it drags. Is it Tite? Is it Tite? Yeah. Look, I'm black. From Texas, yeah, you right. <laughs> like I don't like I'm from East Texas, and that's about as far east before now, like mm-hmm. on the East Coast, like that I've ever been. So Eastern language, excuse me, yeah. Uh, but Tite Tight Kubo, either like, way, he, nigga from Bleach, the nigga that the mangaka, which for the the layman, mangaka is the writer or author of a manga or manga, or whatever you want to take the pronunciation again, Texas, um, right? <laughs> but. Uh, he's the mangaka for Bleach. And what happened with Bleach is that it was incredible. It was epic uh, towards the beginning. It went through a big metamorphosis. We loved it. A lot of us grew up with it. And then it drug on so long to the point where he kind of just started phoning in the ending chapters. Things didn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense during the last arc, which is the Thousand Year Blood War. It was like Bleach didn't know when it wanted to end. So mm-hmm. I'm really like I'm really thankful that there are mangas or animes out there that know it's like oh it's time to call it quits mm-hmm. you know before this well, jumps I, the shark like so I've, I'm I've, even when uh, even coming up I wasn't the biggest Bleach fan I will put Bleach in one piece at like just being real boring basically to me but what I really liked about Bleach was that it did everything very like well everything was like uh was like it knew what it wanted to be but I think at a certain point the the creator wanted to end it. But they was like, nah, baby, you in the manga industry, you're not going to end shit. We need these chapters. So yeah. So it's just chapters. like, I want to kill it here, but I can't kill it here because I'm under contract or whatever the fuck. Yeah. However the fuck the manga industry works, I don't know. Like, I wish that I'd do more research about stuff like this because I would say, mm-hmm. like, so an example of, like, an anime that went, I feel like, a perfect amount of time. Like, Trigun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Trigun was... Perfectly executed. I don't think it ran on too long. I think it got to its point quickly, mm-hmm. uh, quickly and decisively. Right. So that we all knew it was like, oh, well, this is the story. And it's op- it's not necessarily open-ended, but it leaves room for imagination. Right. But, but the thing, okay, so you also got to look at, like, uh, the era that Trigun came out in. You know what I mean? Like, that, that <laughs> mid-90s uh, up to, like, the early 2000s brand of anime didn't work like that. We didn't create super shows like uh, Naruto or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you you had your Dragon Ball Zs. You yeah, had your Dragon Ball Zs rocking since the 80s, man. You yeah. even have like your Yu Yu shows and shit. But at the end of the day, most animes, and even to this day, like most animes come out, most mangas come out, and it's just like, all right, hurry up, get your story out. That way we can give it to the next guy. It's like OVA culture or whatever. Gotcha. OVA, original video animation. I think if they're still here at this point, they know what the they fuck probably that is. know what's happening. They have to get forward to the next timestamp. Mm. But um, but back to Demon Slayer. I'm hoping that we get this concise, beautiful story that it, that it has been. I don't think the Demon Slayer has done a lot of time wasting for sure for people. Uh, that I think of the animes that have been out lately, like that's done the like it's done the best about not having like little bullshit uh, eras where like nothing really happens. I don't. I don't even think that there's a whole shit ton of fan service. I mean, there is none. Like, I mean, uh, what's it, Daquan, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that that nigga was talking about the the two or three anime titties that you see in the show. And right. I, to be honest with you, I never even in my brain as I was watching right. it even processed. Oh, titties. Well, that's because it's like it's not about that. It's 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 trying really hard to be like the best the the best done like shown in anime that it could possibly be without going too far off any deep end. And that's why I feel like this show is like, uh, not even just the show, but like the manga, the show, this production in general, could go either way as far as like where it's going to go in the future, you know? Okay. Like, uh, something else I feel like uh, with Demon Slayer, besides having a, like a clear, concise story, um, I'm very 
what what else? What I will say is, besides the fact that I'm worried about maybe her dragging that out a little long, it's not a her, by the way. I'm like about him dragging yeah. it out a little long. Uh, is that now that we've got this like twist here at the end? I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, are we gonna with Demon King Tandro situation? Is that are we gonna have a whole reverse Demon Slayer in this mm-hmm. Nezuko? And see, that's why I'm like, all right, before we call him the Demon King, right? Okay. We kind of got to see how shit plays out. You don't give a nigga the king status if he hasn't done anything kingly. Like, literally, just the chapter before this one, he turned into, quote, Demon King. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck. At this point, we have no idea what's going on with him. We just know that he's not really trying to kill nobody. You know, there's some sort of, like, resistance going on inside of the character. You know, it, it could go either way. And that's where I feel like it gets truly interesting. Because I don't think this manga is against killing the main character. Yeah, I, I think that we... I wholly agree with you. I, I really believe that uh, the mangaka is ready to drop Tanjiro mm-hmm. or someone else. Because we've, we've seen people just go. Uh, little homie, like little, little, uh, little dude that was quite arrogant and related yeah. to... I can't remember the nigga's I name. Uh, he was like, uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, he was not the sound pillar. He was not... Not the wind pillar. You talking about kid. the fucking? Um, he's a prodigy kid. The fucking snake motherfucker. No, no, not Ibarame. I remember that nigga because he's mm, badass. Yeah, I he's like, cool. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I like I, I've disrespected him at the very beginning. I was like, oh, look at this bitch ass nigga. Like, damn, Rashimaru, I see. Exactly <laughs> right. I was like, little Mitsuki up here just chilling yeah. and shit like that. But uh, after he proved himself with the fucking and all of his snake breathing techniques, really like, I was like, all right, cool, bet. And then his love, little love story with Mitsuri, I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah, very I'm boring down. to me, but all right, I, 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 I fucks with the shit. I'm a ship-ass right? nigga too, but it's also like, I don't got time for like this. Yeah, I mean, like, I was more so interested in like the canal. Yeah. Like, the canal. I don't even think that thing. in this world you have time for that type yeah, of shit. Yeah, dog, like, people don't have time to follow yeah. like, It was like demons so out like, here. I don't really need all this extra shit. Like, all this extra fan. Like, I think that's where the fan service comes from. All that shit aside, that yeah. nigga's name. Whatever, either way. Little homie, like the young young cat. Mm. Uh, he he was fucking dope. He was amazing. We barely got, I mean, we got a whole little arc where where he changes his ways in the manga. Yeah. And hopefully, the, like, I can't wait to see that animated when they go to the fucking blacksmith's village and shit. Yeah. And he's all arrogant and he figures out in the end. Mm. And he makes it through that shit. But for him to die, like, and not even be, like, not even die... Yeah, ceremoniously. ceremoniously, I think it was like ah, chopped down. I was like, God damn, yeah. this is this anime does not give two fucks about dropping niggas. No, and I, 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 blood I, will be shed, and that's why I'm just like, all right. As much as I don't want like Tanjiro to fuck around and kill like my favorite niggas, yeah, or like even like my least favorite niggas, I think that it's quite possible for he could definitely drop somebody. Like somebody could die. I think it's definitely going to happen. I think if if anything, he's either gonna kill Inosuke. Oof. Yeah, as much as I hate to see it, but like, yeah, I, I feel like he would definitely kill like Inosuke, or he would drop one of these fucking peon ass niggas, or homegirl with the eyes. Uh, well, Kano was already like fucked off. Like she, no, she got like, slashed, but that doesn't mean anything. And just like even yeah. seeing, like even seeing the little jerk around pit that we did when we were trying to kill Muzan. God, that was a fucking... Like, <laughs> even bitch. even seeing all that extra shit showed me, like, alright, y'all gonna milk this shit out for as long as possible. And I get it. You know, you gotta do whatever. I don't know if there's ever gonna be another... Like, I don't want there to be another series after this. Oh, another Demon Slayer? Like, I, I really... Yeah. I hope it ends. Like, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I hope it's over after this. Like, I, I think it, if it does end when it does, like, if it does end pretty quickly coming mm-hmm. up, then I think it's closer to deserving the best anime award that it got. Yeah. Because if it continues and pushes on, like, best anime of the season, I just, like, right now I don't think it earned, I don't think it earned it when it came out. Because people were trumping up. By the way, let me put some respect on the the Miss Pillar's name. It's Muichiro Tokito. Thank you. Uh, As far as pronunciation goes. (laughs) No, I'm I'm thinking myself. (laughs) Or everybody else, I guess. He's like, nah, respect on his name, but I disrespected him, my bad. Oh, yeah, I mean, he was only here for so long. Yeah. That's I mean, why I'm just like, all right, whatever. He was 11 when he died. And I think so. that's that's kind of my thing. It's like, I'm very uh, detached from anime now. Mm. Not detached entirely. Like, if it didn't show up during my formative years, 
I'm not particularly attached to the anime as much as I like the medium. I think I like the medium way more than I like the actual thing. Yeah, so it's not like you don't get attached so much to the anime itself. You get attached to the genre. Mm-hmm. Someone was like, I don't necessarily think I got attached to a whole bunch, like fuck ton of like YA novels, but I got very attached to the vibe that YA, yeah, that you get like, from YA novels provided. Um, but back to the Demon Slayer point about like him it winning best anime, right? Of the mm. season, or at least, or whatever it won. Uh, there were a lot of other animes I feel like were deserving in like that did it better in certain categories, such as like uh, so everybody harped on the awesome animation of Demon Slayer, and I thought yes, the anime is wonderfully well done. But then okay. you've got Rising of the Shield Hero, which I feel like the animation was way better. I think that people overhype animation in general. Okay, so. You know, my only comment for Shield Hero, and I like Shield Hero, I like Shield Hero a lot, but I think that Shield Hero is more of a guilty pleasure anime it's cause than it is like, teleported to a new world yeah. cliche thing. Right. What's that called? Um, isekai. Isekai, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Isekai trope situation. Mm-hmm. But like, don't you think that because it flipped it on it, like flipped it on it? I don't think, like, okay, so once, support once you have a genre, okay. right? And it's already established and it becomes the uh, mainstream. Not even the mainstream, but like the norm. Okay. Any form of just flipping on its head is just the continuation of innovation. And eventually, uh, so it's not it's no longer it's no longer doing anything exceptional. Yeah. It's just a it, You're it, doing something you're not doing something new. You're just doing the thing we've always done backwards. Ah. And it's just like as much as I respect that, I don't think that you're really innovating the genre past the point where it's going to be. I think that if you're going to really, like, all these isekai animators flip it on its head, like, uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, is, in theory, flipping the genre on its head, but also being exactly what the fuck the genre is. And I think it, it doesn't take itself too seriously in that manner. I think it does have its own, like, kind of, like, interesting story that accompanies it, but I think they all do. Yeah, I think they I all do. They all have something that's like you know. Shout out to Sword Art Online, even though I don't fuck with it. Like I, I respect the fact that it kind of. All right, but there's so many sword art. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I don't no, know no, 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 no. Go ahead. But go there's ahead. so many sword arts, right? So it's like you can't necessarily get super mad. It was like you know, throw sword out completely under the bus because it's like, all right, well, and I say so many sword arts because they they separate the names like it's a whole fucking different series even though I feel like it's just like another season I think it's just a continuation of like the previous episode either way because like you're using the same fucking characters every single fucking time except for that one time with the guns and the FPS shit and correct me if I'm fucking wrong but I don't give a shit Go, go, go. Here's the deal. Alright, so as crazy as uh, Sword Art Online, the the first one, or the the one that everybody knows is the beginning, um, starts off. As crazy as as gruesome as it is, and the the fucking crazy suicide episode that happens in that bitch. Well, not suicide, but like, where the nigga leads all the kids down there, and they're like, oh, we're gonna go in this dungeon, it's way too powerful. I watched the first season, don't even even fucking (laughs) Either way. Well, uh, so there were moments, right? Yeah. But I feel like Gun Gale Online. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the sword art, the second one, way more fucking dark. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a lot of crazy shit going on. I didn't watch. I did. I did. Like the ending. Okay. I feel like it was even more crazy than like the initial fight. I was like, this this kid Kirito gets into a lot of shit. Like, okay, cool. But at a certain point, like, all right, with all things, eventually we stop knowing. And, you know, David Foster Wallace talks about this. Another dead white boy that niggas talk about dead white but, boys. Yeah. Once again. Um... Dave Foster Wallace talks about this a lot, where it's just like, at a certain point, you've talked about the medium so much that you forgot what the fuck it is. It stops being about telling the story, and it starts being about, what kind of crazy shit can we throw this nigga in so that we can continue to survive past this point? How can we continue the story? Yeah. And it's just like... Add more to that. Yeah. at, At what point? Like, at some point in time, this thing has to be over. You know what I mean? That's kind of just why I've never really gotten past uh, certain points with sword art in general, you know? So, like, that that shit never bothered me. The only thing about, like, actually, isekai animes, right? For a while there, I didn't really have a... I didn't have a preference in them until I started watching things like uh, uh, Shield Hero. Mm -hmm. And uh, until I started reading that time I got reincarnated in Islam. Yeah. Because... 
I was like, oh, they're doing this only. Like, they're, they're doing this different. Uh, mm. I, I can deal. And, and I guess it was because I was so into Dungeons and Dragons. So the Isekai world already appealed to me. And yeah. then I was into kind of into MMOs. I would not say I'm like a fucking MMO dude at all. I don't got a wow. I don't go shit. None yeah. of that. But I, I was very into Dungeons and Dragons and tabletop shit. So the RPG element fucking really stuck in with me. So mm. that's, that's why I was into games that... Uh, I, that time I got reincarnated as a slime up with like the naming yeah. system, the magical. System. I watched two episodes. So like, <laughs> excuse me. Give me that uh, crown real quick. King. You know, goddamn well I can. Thank you, King. Pass the Go crown. But uh, all that shit aside, like just because I was so excited about Demon Slayer. Uh, while we were talking about this, I, I just thought of something. Mm-hmm. Do, do you ever? Do you think that uh, people like anime and? People like uh people that like anime, excuse me. Let me get okay. this fucking point together. People that like anime, right? And like hip hop, that there's a reason for that, like because we operate in this genre, right? Are you saying That's, like if you were to put hip hop and anime on a Venn diagram, like uh there'd be different, like uh not even different. There's overlap. I yeah, feel there's like, like there's an overlap, overlap in the in the community or at least in the styles of culture. Like I feel like mangakas get it out the mud like some rappers do. Mm-hmm. I feel like you kind of have this idea, like, and you put, like, this idea, the story, maybe even this concept or character, and you kind of, like, work your ass off to try to put it out there to the masses, and you keep releasing things. Yeah. And people's opinions kind of differ over time, like, as they, as you write, or as you change, or as this story evolves. So I was looking at that, like, I mean, if you think of, uh, like, the way Isekai rap and how, like, Rise of the Shield Hero is, um, Kind of, I, I say Rise of the Shield here is probably the top isekai currently. Nate, really? I know it would be. Like, excuse me. In my opinion, yeah. I, I would say like yeah, it's one of my favorites of the isekais. That that I think it beats out just about everything else that I check mm. out right now. Um, Personally, it's the one that I like to watch the most. But I don't know if it's the top. Okay. Well, uh, I would say excuse me. Let, let me finish this out. So there's isekai, mm. right? And then you got like conscious rap. Okay, I'll let you, I'll let you cook. I'll, I'll try to. I'm trying to pod here. You're really getting in the pod. So you got conscious rap, right? And you uh, mentioned earlier we were talking about like it's like I feel like sometimes people uh, they operate so much about the thing they forget what the thing originally was. Like they're so busy innovating this thing. And so with conscious rap, right? We've gotten to the point where once upon a time it was like, well, we have to be the alter voice to everything else that's being put mm-hmm. on the main, mainstream. Like it was like we've got to be the alter voice to this gangster rap or what people could say like if you've got conscious rap then I guess like ignorant rap or unconscious rap yeah like there's conscious rap mainstream rap but okay I get blah, 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 but there's subgenres inside the genre exactly it's, yeah. it's kind of divided itself out and then over time now we look at those niggas like it's like oh those rapidy rap niggas raps yeah. about raps type eventually thing. you become the thing we make fun of exactly so mm-hmm. that's where I'm like oh well I see that's like an overlap thing yeah like uh, in the interest maybe that's why niggas love anime so goddamn much because you can kind of relate. Okay, so just to, just to get your point straight, you're not speaking of it from an industry standpoint, right? No, maybe probably just like a, a culture. But you're standpoint. thinking of it of a, from a cultural, not an artistic, not a industrial standpoint. You mean solely as a culture, right? Yeah. Um, then yeah, I guess there is overlap. Yeah, there's a little bit of overlap, but. At that point, you'd have to stop and think, like, all right, as far as the culture goes, what does that mean? Because I don't think that creators of a craft... Name the craft? Yeah, they don't get to dictate the culture yeah. of the craft. You know like, what I'm saying? You don't make it. Like, I don't think anybody... Well, I don't know. Because, like, do you feel like the blues was named by the blues artists? Like, uh, Yeah, and I think that's where it stopped. It's like, that's the last time somebody went, like, this yeah. is what this Once is. Once again, I'm not old... <laughs> I don't. I don't fucking know. I wasn't there, I wasn't so there. I can't tell you. And I wasn't even at the forefront of either hip hop culture or anime culture, so I can't tell you exactly like uh, where the overlap begins and starts. But I can say like the culture that create that has been created due to like anime entering the mainstream and then exiting the mainstream and then having its own counterculture by part versus like hip hop or rap music etc cetera, etc cetera, because I don't know how I feel about the term hip hop in, in general um, it's a weird thing 
Yeah, like, like I you, still don't know what the fuck. What do means. you call? Because now hip hop is a genre as well, but it's literally just popular music. Yeah, but now popular music is hip hop. Yeah. So it's like, what well, I, I think that there's a different. I think that pop is a genre. Yeah, yeah, but like, what is hip hop now? I think hip hop is not necessarily pop. Like, if you, I don't think hip hop is a genre. First and foremost, I do not think that hip hop is a genre. I think rap is a genre, and rap is a technique that you use inside of a genre. So that's why it's like, you know, like why are we the only genre that is like a verb? Like, I was like, it's rap, right? Mm-hmm. But you're rapping, right? Yeah. But what the fuck is a country music artist doing? Singing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's country. Okay. So rock artists... They rock. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's yeah. a bunt, bro. Yeah, that, that was... <laughs> That's a bunt. That was bunt. I'm going to first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Walk on! Yeah. Nah, um... <laughs> I was... Uh, my, my... Really wasn't a point. It was more so an idea. I was like, okay... Well, there's there's definitely this overlap here in this culture, right? Yeah. And then I started thinking even more into that. I was like, oh, well, there's... We... Here we go with this bullshit. But it's just like, all right, well, this is similar in all forms of, like, culture, countercultures, where uh, we kind of build this... Well, sorry, we build this thing up each individually, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the experience, I guess, is the same very similar across the board on a lot of these things like anime no way mangakas have to like kind of grind and to try to get their work seen yeah and then there's still like artists like Van Gogh and, and even like okay so so and that's where I think I took the biggest issue with what you were saying mm-hmm. because like oh yeah the mangaka has to go out there and they have to create opportunities for themselves and they have to grind out but there's a lot of people in the industry like the hip hop industry or the music industry in general that um phone it in not phone it in but they have somebody kind of create them. Yeah. Like, I feel like, just like there's so many isekais, right? Isekai mm-hmm. mangas, that it's like basically like how many children of SAO do you want? Yeah. Or like, you know, and that, that's the same thing I feel like with hip hop. There are some niggas out there that really feel like they made niggas. And, I, and I'll guarantee you that some people that will say, this nigga made me, mm. one person that the people will definitely say is Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is quite obviously quite a few niggas fathers like there's some paternity yes. that need to be slain <laughs> or slung no I mean Lil, Wayne Lil Wayne's um, influence in hip hop is unfucking disputable unfuckwittable yeah like not just unfuckwittable it's undisputable yeah okay but what's your point with that what I'm saying is uh, with mangakas like you're saying that uh, people can get made by other like it's like mm-hmm. some people are made by the industry just because just because there's a lane open like any motherfucker can fill that space and because music and everything like that the style the culture is so accessible it's easy for a motherfucker to jump in right and then suddenly they have a right to an opinion about that situation or or, or about that topic okay to expand on what you're saying like everybody i sincerely believe even if you don't contribute to a culture you have a voice i mean everyone has a voice it's just not as valid as another one's, right? Or maybe it doesn't hold as much weight. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I don't think it would be fair to say it holds as much weight. Why TikTok is pop, like is popular, right? Okay. Is because there are there are obvious trends, mm-hmm. and I think that's another thing about Twitter is that obvious trends. You can go in, you can find okay, this is what people are fucking with this is what people are talking about this is what's happening right okay and in order and i can participate in that Mm. by going in and looking at said trends okay yeah uh and i don't necessarily and i guess to get wrapped up into intentions and things like that i think is where we get lost yeah like this is where we end up with subpar product right is that like and back to isekai animes because we're or isekai animes or mangas um that when someone produces like something in that realm or vein, right? You have yeah. a lot of different options, right? But I feel like the intention should be to tell a, a, an interesting story or to tell. Right. But to, to, but that's a hell of an assumption to make because it's just like at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, like everybody wants to put out the product, mm-hmm. not necessarily tell the story through the product, right? Yeah. And I think that. At the point where the medium becomes fucked up, okay. 
and this is just me parroting somebody that I, I you know that I fucking admire. Um, Which I think is a good way to live. Like, whatever. But either way, like, uh, I think that when we get to the point where it's just like, all right, we only care about keeping the medium alive and not telling the story through the medium, I'm like, okay, it's time for the medium itself to die. Because we've lost the art of the story. Ah, and this is where we go all the way back to the Demon Slayer situation. Right. Is that, like, we don't want to lose this awesome storytelling. And that's why I wanted to end so bad. Gotcha. Because it's just like, I like the fact that Demon Slayer took Shonen, grabbed it by its fucking horns, and was like, alright, this is the story we're going to tell. We're going to run this into into the ground. It's one part Naruto, one part Dragon Ball, one part Berserk. Berserk. Yeah. Like, a lot of parts Berserk, and that's why I'm like, okay... Because you've taken all these elements that of, of the genre at its best, okay, you know, it can go any direction. And it's like, whatever happens from this point, it just needs to go ahead and be done after this point. Okay. Because I don't think that it's ever going to get better. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's where we've, like, to, to wrap it back up to the hip-hop conversation, mm-hmm. I think that's where we fucked up. And that's why I don't like the term, like, hip-hop, or why I don't feel like I understand or, like, uh, connect to the term hip-hop. Because it's just like, at a certain point, we stopped understanding what the fuck we were talking about. Okay. At a certain point, we stopped knowing, like, uh, the rules of what we're talking about or what... Ever and we just started making shit up and we just started attaching shit to whatever. It's like forgetting the punchline to a joke. Yeah, it's so it's like, like we made another one. Yeah, and so the joke is a completely evolved. It's a, it's a whole different fucking thing, mm-hmm. and you've almost forgotten why you found it fucking funny mm-hmm. in the first place. That shit. That's it. It's, it's kind of like heavy yeah. in a way, almost because it's like I guess why motherfuckers are always like you know you never should forget where mm-hmm. you came from. It's like, the niggas gotta look at the past because we are, like, the quote that says that uh, those that forget the past are doomed to repeat it, that type of right. situation, like, uh, it, it, it rings fucking true. I guess that's why we fucking say it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I guess in participating in this culture, like the podcast thing, and mm-hmm. like that, I'm just like, damn, like, there's so many things that's happening right now, and I'm like, do, am I doing enough fucking research about podcasts? Okay. Which, uh, I guess, like, links all the way back to, like, when we first started talking about this shit. I was mm-hmm. just like, alright, like, do I have enough of a voice, like, or enough shit to say, right, to where it's not like, oh, I'm gonna do myself to repeat, like, my old mistakes of, like, oh, I just started talking. Like, with my normal conversation patterns mm-hmm. and people's like, oh, I just started talking. Like, right. Like, I just started speaking so, wherever this went, this is where, where it goes. I mean, I feel like this is a decent direction. Right here. Um, you're talking about like uh, doing research on podcast. So let's let's talk about the medium of the podcast because I'm a medium ass nigga. Oh, you're about to get real meta. Meta. Like meta. I love talking about the medium of something to like tell a story. But do you feel like uh, I think that podcasting in general has become muddy to the point where it doesn't matter what the fuck you do anymore? Okay, kind of like YouTube. Not even just YouTube, because YouTube uh, was muddy, then became, like, you know, regulated, then got unregulated, and then got muddy again, and then got regulated again, to the point where I'm like, oh, this is basically television, I'm cool with it. Podcasting, on the other hand, is an entirely different medium that I feel like a lot of people are in, but don't necessarily understand uh, the culture behind it. Yeah. I mean, like, it's almost like unrestricted radio to me. Okay. Like, it's the vibe that I get on a lot of things. Like, I've seen, I've listened to so many different, like, types of podcasts, so many, so many mm. different people and voices and shit. And every time I always end up thinking about, like, old, like, radio talks, like, radio yeah. talk shows, things like, uh, things like that. Or, like, what Sirius XM, <coughs> excuse me. Corona. <laughs> Shut up. Nah, I just got a freaking piece of lemon stuck in my throat. Right. <laughs> Curse you. <laughs> Curse you, Lemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, like, old-time radio shows, uh, like, Sirius XM was attempting to be, like, yeah. what what it was for a while, I feel like, because there was so many different like, people, like, Howard Stern had mm-hmm. that show for, like, the longest. He, he, he still, still has that show. And is getting mad money from He's Sirius XM. He's the greatest that's ever done. I'm not paying Sirius, Sirius $18.99. It doesn't matter. 
I wonder. Hey, serious. Y'all giving away free uh, free uh, months for Corona time? Serious is not listening. But anyway. <laughs> hey, just in case. <laughs> Shout outs. People should ask. Ask serious if they're giving away a free month. Mm. But, like, you've got Howard Stern show. And all the way to, like, uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx has a show on Sirius, The Foxhole. He plays music, fucking mm-hmm. talks for a while. Like, I think he has guests. Snoop mm-hmm. Dogg had a serious XM show. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a, a big thing. Right. right. But I think that's a... Not, not, to, not, to, not to derail yeah. the conversation topic, but I thought that uh, Jamie Foxx was your, was your like, North Star in these situations. Yeah, I really should be thinking... I should really mm-hmm. follow... Jamie Foxx. I think it's from the same state. Yeah. Same like, area, Literally, basically. like, an hour up the road. Yeah. Like, uh, he's fucking funny. He sings better than I do. Yeah, and I, I, once again, I, it's subjective to call Jamie Foxx funny. Yeah. But, you know, I think that he's versatile to the point where y'all can't underestimate who he is. Yeah, no, like, you can never count out But David funny Fox. is strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Jamie Foxx is humorous. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that nigga is charismatic. Yeah. Sure. I think he knows how to, like, kind of work a room. He I think he's uh, he's definitely the charismatic type, but we're not trying to get off of the point of the medium of podcasting. Yeah, but uh, oh, excuse me, uh, damn, because like that's a the hot point that I wanted to kind of yeah no excuse me, but before mm. we met the medium point, uh, one thing I, I kind of like that you adopted is this North Star thing. Yeah, right, like last podcast you were talking about uh, like Gerard Carmichael mm. as a, as kind of like a North Star. For mm. you, I'm like, oh, well, that's a that's a cool way to put it. It's like, well, who am I trying to emulate, or not necessarily emulate, but like, whose moves do I want to try to make? Yeah, as much as possible. Jamie Fox is a good one. Let's kind of do right. a little more research on that Ray plan. By all means, but yeah, yeah, back to the medium, medium of podcasting. Of podcasting, right? Like, why opt for this one instead of like something else? Mm-hmm. Because like, you take like the pioneers of podcasting, guys like uh, Mark Marin. Guys like even Joe Rogan in the early like uh, in the early years, yeah. You know, you look at some of the originators of podcasting, and, and I personally have not done enough research mm-hmm. to, to to fully talk about them. But I'm aware of the names. I, I've listened. I didn't start listening to Joe's Joe Rogan's podcast until fucking like last year. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. Elon Musk. Like right before, right before Elon Musk. Right. I uh, I started like kind of digging into. Joe and I, that was when I started getting even more into MMA. Like I was kind of into it because of the animation like that, and then I mm. picked up more. And I was like, "Oh damn, Joe Rogan's been around this bitch forever." Right. Like uh, I just remember that nigga from featuring on Chappelle's show, and you know, right or just watching host of Fear, for, uh, host host of of Fear Factor. Factor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, the podcast thing, like I didn't get introduced to mm-hmm. besides that shit. Like I started probably about 2016. Like yeah, you showed me the I think that's where it started. Podcast. But like you know, so interesting thing, and I'm not trying to get like deep, deep, deep Cut. down the rabbit hole Cut. of that because I spent a lot of time in 2016, not even 2000, 2018, looking back at what happened in that era. Okay, okay, what, like how the wave. Yeah, because I was I was disposed at the time. So when I came back into the world. And like you know, was really paying attention to shit again. It's like some a whole new thing, some paradigm had shifted, mm. and entertainment was entirely different. So you know, I had known about podcasts for maybe a year and a half. I had listened to Mark Marin on occasion because he would have dudes like DC Pearson. He had Donald Glover on there like two or three times. Oh, so he had like yeah, no, but he was stomach. during he was there during the. Um, renegade years of podcasting when there weren't really any rules or really any criteria behind it. It was just like, cut on the microphone and you dictate your show. Okay. Now, a lot of people, especially now that I'm trying to learn how to market the podcast and put it out there in the world, um, now I'm starting to realize like there's a whole culture behind this stuff that people are into. Some people only consume podcasts. Only consume podcast. Don't consume music. Don't watch TV. Don't have Netflix or anything else like that. All they ever do to entertain themselves is podcasts. And that's where I feel like you really learn where everything goes on. And I think that's where these people, like that 2016-17 era, Hmm. learn shit. But I also think that, not to put the the tin hat on like all the way, Yeah. but have you ever read this... um, Fuck. What's the name of that book? 
There's this book that I tried to get you to read earlier, but she was like, no, you fuck. Called uh, Kill All Normies, right? I remember you, like, vehemently recommending mm-hmm. slash nigga read this book. Yeah. And I didn't read that book, y'all. Uh, you know? <laughs> I should have read the book. I know. Yeah, but Kill All Normies. Yeah. Uh, by, or do you know the author? I don't remember the okay, fucking okay, author because it was something that I was always curious about. There was an advent of curiosity on the behalf of young white males at the time. Okay. And they flocked to the Joe Rogan podcast because the Joe Rogan podcast was... And once again, I love the Joe Rogan podcast. Okay. It was a portal to other content in the way that the YouTube algorithm was set up at the time. Oh. It was like, and you, I think you might remember, because like, even I remember, like, parts of it was just like, oh, shit. Like, if I just fall asleep watching YouTube. I'm going to wake up, and shit's going to be like, shit's fucked up all of a sudden. <laughs> like, yeah. I definitely, so right around 2016, mm-hmm. uh, like, I think that was when the Viceland TV show, like, it's possible. popped up, like, 2015, 2016, where mm-hmm. they got that cable TV show, and uh, I kind of got into Vice. Actually, 2016 is when I got into fucking YouTube. Because mm-hmm. before that, YouTube for me was fucking cat videos, mm-hmm. music videos, uh, little shit like that. A, a way to fucking find like a, a, a Stephen Lynch song that I yeah. was fucking into. At you were still watching Stephen Lynch videos? I was still fucking watching Stephen Lynch videos, so yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so prior to that, it wasn't a medium for watching. Yeah. But like, like you said earlier, like now at this point, it's like fucking television. Mm-hmm. So I didn't start getting into it until then, right? Like 2016. Right. So I would fucking fall asleep on Pop's couch because I was sleeping on my dad's couch. Huh? Yeah, oh. shout out. <laughs> shout out, Pop's. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd fall asleep on the couch watching fucking like Vice, but I'd, I'd switch over to like fucking YouTube or something right. like that. And that was like cat like that. Yeah. And I'd start off with like, oh, I'm going to watch like uh, Bodega Boys fucking right. Episodes and shit like that. I'd wake up and it'd mm-hmm. be like Illuminati, fucking. Well, all of a sudden we're in the dark, dark, dark depths of YouTube. YouTube. Where like, well, like, they're telling me like, like, hey, you know, uh, Taylor Swift has always been an Illuminati puppet and, and she's a reptile and underneath all that. Uh, Jay Z is actually a chameleon. Yeah, that deep down, like they're trying to get right. you to, this money that you're looking right. at. And it's wild because like the algorithm would just drag you into that region if you weren't paying attention, and then suddenly, you're yeah, fucking, and, and suddenly your feed. It's filled with these things. Right. Like, I didn't start And that's, getting... that's kind of what the book is about. It's like, okay, like, a lot of these young men started out in this one area looking for some form of guidance and then just get transported to a whole different realm. Like that, isn't that how, like, you got into the MGTOW shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that was, like... So, I'll never... I'm not... You know me, man. I'm not fucking impressionable in that manner. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I'll go down the rabbit hole all the way to the point where I'm just like, alright, I've I've satisfied my curiosity. Y'all motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah. I'm out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? But that MGTOW, which stands for men going their own way, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> Don't fucking go for it. <laughs> if you're a 17, like bing, if you're bing, a bing, bing, 16, 17, 18 year old, 20 year old man, and you don't get women or whatever the fuck, PSA. MGTOW is not the fucking way to go. <laughs> it's not the fucking way to go. Work on your personality and figure out what you really fucking want. Don't listen to niggas on the internet. Don't listen to niggas on the internet. You know what I'm saying? But like, I felt like, now that that shit's over, <laughs> I felt like that shit was so interesting that like somebody would stop and think like, oh, this shit is fucking real. This guy has all the fucking answers. Whatever, whatever. It's like, oh, some people really grew up in a world where they didn't have a fucking older brother. Or they didn't have a fucking, you know... There was no voice. Right. Like, there was no rebound voice for them yeah. to kind of get any guidance or, or put things out there, too. So they turned to, like, internet. The same yeah. way that TV raised a lot of niggas from, like, the early 90s and the mm-hmm. 80s and shit like that. Like, the latchkey kids that spent a lot of time consuming television. Uh, which, I, do you think that... It, I mean, that's too. Hot, but, hot take. Yeah, well, it's just a different medium. Just like mm-hmm. we are talking about. Is that, like... Uh, Whatever the fuck the like the medium entertainment is at the time, if we're not ca- careful or unsupervised, right, you're just you're gonna looking, end up. Yeah, if your mind is wide open and you're searching right. for guidance or help, like you're easily influenced. Yeah, if you don't and I think that's where a lot of young men of that era came to, like you know, pick up all their fucked up mistakes. Okay, you know what I mean. You think that's why the the Me Too movement is so strong? 
100%. Yeah. yeah, I know for a fact that's why. Why like, so strong? Well, it's because, like, the art of, like, uh, pushing and pulling and retaliation versus whatever. It's like, during that time, something really, the paradigm truly, truly fucking shifted. Like, 2015, 2016, 2017, Donald Trump got elected, and I'm not one of the niggas that fucking hate, you know, all that other shit. I don't give a fuck. Thanks for that check, nigga. Nah, I appreciate you, man. That shit deposited. <laughs> wow. So. Hey. <laughs> Soon. Soon. The paradigm fucking shifted because it was like, oh, now, like, a lot of these guys who were, like, following these people who were fucking assholes, who just kind of did whatever they fucking wanted so they can get what they wanted, finally got the reward when they saw Donald Trump get, reward, like, elected. And it was just like, oh shit, if I go in there and oh, I'm assertive you, and I... You think the bubble burst like with that? Yeah, it was like a I think building. the bubble burst at that point and was just like, holy shit, what the fuck do we do, do now? Do you think that's because of the repress, like the, repre- the repression of like the white male? I think it's the, the perceived time. repression of the white male. Yeah. Well, see, because I got a lot of white male sympathy beaten in this fucking heart. Absolutely, I love white yeah. males. Like, I love them too, but it's also gosh. like... I, you know, I, I can see where you live in a world where you feel like you're oppressed. Go off, King. And you feel like nobody's listening to you. Because, you know, like, black people, ethnic people in general, like, at the end of the day, if all else fails, they can rely on their own culture to support them. We have a, there, there's a, yeah. a general identity system. Yeah. Whereas, like, with, you know, you know, young whites, it's like, there's no identity system. There's no body to kind of help you get to that point. Whereas it's like, okay, this is how you figure out who you are. Yeah, so if you're not into fucking Chuck Palahniuk or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck, like, you're kind you know, of, like, stuck out. Or if you don't want to embrace the nuance that you're allowed to have as a white male. Like, like you don't want to try to learn the new weird culture that you have to operate in. You don't even have to do that. Like, to be to be young and white is to be young and blank. Like, you can do whatever like, the fuck you want to do. But at the end of the day, all young men want some nigga... To walk them through some shit. Yep. That's why Joe Rogan is so popular. Because Joe Rogan tells you what the fuck you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? And in a very assertive and confident tone. Right. He alphas you into doing shit. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Whatever. All right. Some people want that. You know? And I think that after Donald Trump got elected with that shit, it's like, oh, yeah, he came in there. He alphaed his way into that bitch. Blah, blah, blah. It's like... Oh, okay, cool. Now we have to deal with the aftermath of that shit. Yeah, like the the the, the same kind of aftermath that like, remember when Obama got elected and niggas were just like, it was a, it was an opportunity for I feel like a lot of niggas to come out of a, a, a shell. Like okay, a, like a, an opportunity for niggas like I don't, I don't know to say shell. I feel like it was like a bubble bursting mm. for niggas. It was like a new black renaissance. I think when that Obama was like said Lil Wayne's name on fucking stage that one time to all those fucking kids, mm-hmm. like in two thousand fucking eight or nine. I don't fucking remember. It was high school. It was like almost. It was some odd years ago. It was like over a decade ago. Right? Yeah, which is fucking wild. God damn. Old. Hey man, you're old. <laughs> like, I was like, oh shit, I'm old. But like a decade ago, like there was just this kind of oh shit, niggas, we can do the. Everything like the, mm. oh, it's like there's no longer an excuse like that that weird identity that we were looking for that we were searching right. for. I like, think that at that point in time when when Obama got elected, we lost a lot of our excuses. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people weren't prepared. Shout out to Jeezy. Yeah, my president is black. My right, Lambo is blue. well, not even just fucking like with Jeezy, you know, going out there and saying all that shit. It was just like, oh, you know. We got a black president. Now we can't say, like, they don't let us in these places. They don't yeah. say these things. I mean, you still can. Like, you can't just... Absolutely. It was just exposed where it was like, hey, look, like, mm-hmm. despite all this shit, no matter what, like, hey, you've got an opportunity. Right. Yeah. Somebody it, hooked it, it up. Was another, it was another black role model that wasn't fucking dead. That didn't mm-hmm. get shot. Or, like, you know, assassinated or hooked on crack. Right. Gone and it was just like, now we finally have something else to point to. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, well, I mean, that's cool. But I think that now you that think Trump is the like the anti Obama. No, I didn't say that no. at all. That was not what I said. You put words in my mouth, right? I was like, do you think Trump is kind of the uh, kind of the door mm-hmm. to no, no? You know, I don't. I do not think that Trump was the door to the counterculture or the okay. tr- the door to like uh, that that alt white. Situation, situation. Is it alt white or alt right? It's alt right, alt white, whatever. <laughs> Either way, the alt right is dead. 
Yeah. The alt-right has been dead probably for like a year now. It's something else entirely in the underbelly of the internet that I don't fucking understand that terrifies me to this fucking day. Like, what is this new form of... Right. Because, like, remember when the Tea Party was big and that shit was wild? What year was that? Shit. Glenn Beck and all that shit? Yeah, that was, fucking, what year was that? That was when Obama was running. I think that was right as... Right, 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 right. But that was a retaliation. That was up to that point. Yeah. It was like... There was a different form of rhetoric that was to be spewed everywhere. And then mm-hmm. for the Tea Party, we had, like, uh, what came after the Tea Party? I guess what we had now, the alt-right? Like, the the p- alt-right, I don't think the alt-right <laughs> is a continuation of the Tea Party. Okay. So, you know, and once again, I was fucking young as shit, and I don't know enough about politics right. to let's fucking not, say enough yeah, about let's it. Let's not get too deep. I can only speak on, like, the culture and what I perceived from it. Okay. So it's just like... I think that the the loss of the white male identity forced a lot of fuckery into the forefront, which is how we ended up with like um, Tiki Torch March and Chile. the Tiki Torch March, and you know, <clears throat> God rest her soul, that one lady who uh, got ran over in Charleston. Yeah, you know, shit. as disgusting as that was, I think that you know, just looking at the progression of how shit kind of worked, it's like. Where does that all come from? And I think there's still a lot of energy finding with, finding where the like the underbelly of shit, like where where that all kind of stemmed from, or what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like technically, I don't think we ever really addressed like where the school shooting vibe like ever came from. Because once, That's a great question. Like we we it kind of came and went. Like mm-hmm. it was one point where we we're having a school shooting every year, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was multiple multiple still shooting here, shooting yeah. but I mean, like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, like this, is what I'm saying it's like when's that? We haven't had we haven't we might had school. still have school shootings, but like we haven't had school in a few months. Yeah. But in in the last like two years, I don't think we've had a huge like. No, I think we have. I just don't. I think that no, it, not it, the last it, two years, it, but like the last year. Like, I don't think 2019 saw. Anything. Yeah, I'm too lazy to Google. Yeah. So like, um, I don't. I know that there were a couple instances that really fucking freaked me out. Uh. Like, with that, uh, the thing that freaked me out in particular was that mosque in New Zealand that mm. really, really, really fucked me up. That's some shit. Because of the, um, that was actually the first time I had ever, like, you know, retaliated online. Jesus. Well, oh, dude, so I just looked it up. Yeah, there were, like, 434 mass shootings. Right. Uh, during 2019. Right. But, like, were they... Designated as school shooting? No, 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 no. But mass shooting, now that's just something that's going to be... I think that's just a normal thing in America. That's going to be American regardless. Yeah. That's going to be American regardless. Hey, real quick, I'm going to take a leak real quick. All right, go ahead. I'll see you in a second. Why don't you tell the camera about uh, that candle you got right there? Oh, <laughs> so everybody, I just wanted to go ahead and say this awesome candle we had burning the entire show, keeping everything smelling absolutely lovely, is made by our lovely... Production woman, our editor in chief uh, at Samantha Sky with two Y's. She created this lovely candle, all her own. She she designed it, picked up the color, the scent, made the candle. So just plugging her on the candle game. We might be sending some of these out. Who knows? Uh, you know, she's definitely going to be selling them. Uh, more in production later about that. Uh, I don't actually know what the hell the scent is, but this thing might be. I don't know if y'all catch the nostrils. Uh, uh, mm, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I think it's bamboo and like rainforest. It's, like, it's, it's calming, refreshing. But uh, enough about this candle. Let's talk about <clears throat> the silliness that ensued before we started this whole process. Uh, she started making the candles last week and you told him it was Bow and Iris, right? No. What yeah. what's the name of this candle joint? <laughs> it's called Bow and Iris. Bow and Iris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was telling him uh, I was saying saying last week she tried to make some candles while I was gone, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how well that went, but we'll see. Did you drop names? I didn't drop no names. I, I dropped at Samantha Sky with two Y's. No man, no, they'll never find it. Oh, but anyway, no. <laughs> right? What's her name? Oh gosh. <laughs> anyway, enough about candles. All right, cool. I'm back. Sorry. All right. Yeah, so no, where were we? Where were we? Really gonna have to edit that last part. I don't give shit. What did you say? What did you say? I mean, it's an ad, but I mean, you know, I'll leave it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's starting to smell pretty good now. Yeah, actually, damn. No, no, stop. Yeah. So I, I know you came in <laughs> yesterday 
and you saw like the tragedy that was me dropping all the fucking uh, bamboo smell like smell on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, and how like that almost fucking got me fucking real. Yeah, that could have been real bad. That could have been real fucking bad, but luckily, due to my poverty stricken mind, <laughs> I was like, Oh, well if we fucked something up, we could just take parts of this and we could take parts of this and we could take parts of this and we could slap them all together. Yeah. So now that's created uh this scent right here. You know, I have no idea what the fuck we're going to call it. I guess y'all got to come up with a name. I mean, she got to come up with a name. Oh. But anyway. <laughs> What's the candle name? What's the name of the, the thing? Uh, uh, Bow and Iris. Oh, Bow and Iris. Why don't you go to Bow and Iris. Excuse me. Bow and, and Iris. Dot com and go, go to check Bow and Iris. Dot com. Check out these candles. Come buy these candles. But girl, don't ever, these candles. Don't ever disrespect this shit. All right. <laughs> go back. Go back. All right. What were we talking about before we should start? Uh, fuck. What were we talking about? I was so into the oh we were talking about young white alphas and and that situation. Mm-hmm. I, I always love it when two young black males can talk about the repression of, of white males. Yeah, how, right. We're so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and how how like white males must have it. Right. Actually, I got an offer from uh, uh, Patrick CXV to be like, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll definitely be your counter white mm-hmm. guy. Like I, I would love. I, like, fuck, I, wait, what? Patrick uh, who? Patrick CXV. Oh, shout out to my nigga. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah he always he's, he's, big shout outs. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was thinking. Yeah, he was like, I could be the counter guy. Like, mm. You know, to show, like, talk about, like, the experience of a young white guy. Like, uh, mm. it, I feel like consultant white dudes would benefit greatly. We're trying to have some, like, more guests, things like that, uh, coming up as of, of as of late. Yeah, mm. We just have so many people that we want to kind of talk to. But I feel like, for now, it's a good vibe to just kind of, like, mm. get my own ideas and kind of, like, play out with Well, it. I, so, in, in, I think, that to run it back to, like, the, the podcast platform, well, I'm getting ready to have to change this fucking battery. But to run it back to this fucking, like, podcast platform, I think that yeah. right now, right, I think that we've spent a long, like, not a long time, but, like, a while trying to figure out your voice in what mediums you can work through. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I think that it's a lot of work. We tried to do that fucking stream that one day. Oh God, the 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 failed live, which I looked up some more information about. And I realized why my audio cut out at the end. And, what happened? Oh, uh, it's it's because we didn't actually have anything uh, running through the controller. Mm-hmm. So the external mic was not actually like running through the streaming software. So we weren't actually picking me up. We were just picking up the game audio. Okay. Yeah. So the only thing we need to do is plug a like a headphone jack into the uh, microphone. Mm-hmm. Or not necessarily in the microphone, but into the controller. Mm. That way we can kind of uh, run it from there. Or run an aux from the controller to the microphone uh, and run that as the microphone to hear me. Since there's no party chat or anything. See, I'm not sure. And I don't know how it necessarily works. But um, I don't know. I think that the important thing is like we've tried like different mediums to see how we can push like your own personal brand and to see like where that shit's all going to go. You know? Yeah. And I think that there's been mixed success with it. Like, I don't think that the whole live stream thing is a bad idea. I just don't think that sometimes you lean super hard into any idea in particular. Uh, yeah, it's just because, like, I have a habit of, like, putting my toe in the water. Okay. Like, I'm not that nigga that just jumps in. I'm still working on just, like, jumping in the pool. I'm still, like, I gotta ease up to the nuts and kind of, like, agree down. So, when it comes to leaning into an idea head first, it's like, alright, well, I'm gonna give this, like, mm-hmm. 85. Maybe 85 to 75%. Right, right. And then we'll go from there. Just in case. I don't want to invest too much brain power in this and then this fuck up and then I gotta... Right. Well, I'm not against it, but it's also like, alright, you know, so we tried that live stream and, like, the, the stream audio and the stream video itself didn't work well the audio was fine the video was fine but the actual game stream wasn't looking too hot nah it was like it, the latency was real trash and it was real right. skippy and that's due probably due to like I don't know some other shit I don't even care enough to figure <laughs> it out but it was like at least like alright try this like put this hat on and see what it feels like yeah and I think that we're definitely going to be bringing more live streams to you guys uh, we're really trying to come up with more content to put out there Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you guys want to reach out, you guys have my socials. Uh, you sure you want to open up the door for yeah, other people to come yeah, in here and tell you what yeah, you Yeah, at this point, fourth episode, it's time for like little, like not necessarily criticism, you, but like ideas. I mean, maybe. The motherfuckers got ideas shit. Maybe, but also keep in mind, you were running that stream through your personal, like, Facebook. Oh, yeah. 
That's why I was like, oh, let's do it through Facebook. Oh, never mind. Yeah, you're right. And that's why I'm like, all right. Forget cool. my personal life. I, I, and you know me, I'm like, uh, as much as I like to dip my toe in the water, I got to see how much I can drown before I'm like, put it out. See, one thing I know you probably understand about me is that I love engagement. I love, I love, love, love engagement. Like, if I have an opportunity, like, I'll talk for a very long period of time. But, like, mm-hmm. if, if someone's engaging, I can, like, kind of bounce back and forth off a motherfucker mm. or enter in their conversation. I thrive in that shit. Like, alone, my own thoughts, just me, that shit takes a while. It's like a snail's pace where I'm just trying to, like, oh, I got to latch on to something. Shit, my brain's mm. moving so slow. The minute I have, like, someone else there, that's why I feel like yeah. I've always been, like, a more of a hype man. Right. But I've also been like, eh, you shouldn't lean into that mentality. Yeah, I think that's that's a part of, like, childhood shit. It's just trying to be really supportive of right. everyone and everything so as to not ostracize my fucking self. Like, yeah, I fair. don't want to be yeah, you don't want to be by yourself in this. or by myself. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to hype you up. Like, I, I, I really support whatever the fuck mm-hmm. you are doing. And I want to make you feel good about the shit that you are doing. Not to say that I'm going to lie to you. I was like, I'm going to tell you the, oh, the truth the entire time, but I'm going to give it to you in the most positive, like, way. Like, Dad always told me, like, he was like, oh, nigga, you're kind of the people play, like, you're the people pleaser of the bunch. So, that's why, like, I'm so ready to open this thing up and be like, yo, tweet me, like, fucking email yeah, me, yeah. Like, reach out, tell me, like. And I'm, me. I'm all about it, but at the end of the day, it's just like, all right, and, and I think that the thing I've always cared about the most out of everything was audience. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, What's the point of putting your shit out to an audience of the same eight people who are just going to tell shout you out to the thirty, can... like the shout out to the twenty? Them niggas not listening. But <laughs> <laughs> all the all the motherfuckers that are I, to everybody that does listen, because I, I, I do watch my, my numbers and shit like that. All like, mm. it's consistently like the same like twenty to thirty people just mm. checking it out. I appreciate you guys, and even if it's not like twenty to thirty people, if it's only like ten people listening multiple times, yeah. I still love that shit, and I appreciate as it well. Too. And so, like, yeah. shout out to all you guys. I appreciate Agreed. That. Okay. I appreciate you guys, too. I didn't, thank, I didn't thank the listeners at the beginning. Yeah, big so. love. Thank you guys, the listeners. I mean, we do intros and shit. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to record that. Yeah, we're going to fucking record it, regardless. But my point being... That's a little piece of the sauce. Apparently, like, just letting people know. We record the intros after the podcast. So I think they figured that out. Yeah, because, you know, I tell you what... I would talking. never insult the listeners' fucking intelligence by <laughs> thinking that they don't listen to uh, whatever... Yeah. I mean, but I have, like, kind of looked at the numbers and contextualized the numbers and shit mm-hmm. to the point where I'm just like, all right, I know that it's a X amount of people who what, who listen at a time, and on occasion, some randos, you know what I mean? Shout out randos. Shout out to the randos, because I feel like they have the most insight to, to add to the conversation. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So when you solicit the opinions of people that you already know and people that, you know, could help you out, there's that no, could go there's either no perspective. I mean, it could go either way. Okay. Like, depending. Like, you have a creative friend base. So, you know, your your actual friends can actually help you get to a point because they know what it feels like to put something together. Okay. But to me, I was just arguing. Like, not arguing, but I was, I was talking to, uh, you know, my girl about it. It was like, to me, it's more important for me to either get the opinion of a stranger or get the opinion of an expert. Because if I don't, get, if I get anything in between, then it's just going to get muddy and it's going to get, like, ran through the perspective of somebody. Oh, uh, like a filter of, like, oh, I already know this person. Right. It's like, you, you it's goes, like it goes they're not, they're going to be so, they're either going to be so preoccupied with hurting my feelings or trying to make me feel like, you know, I'm doing something great. There's this influence. They want to be so encouraging that, like, whatever, or worse, they want to be so discouraging that it's just like, stop doing this thing, whatever uh, the fuck. Like if a stranger talks to me, like oh they'll actually give me their actual opinion. Like this is there's mm-hmm. this is this person's opinion. There's no way to like if ands or buts about it. Right. Like, I can I can take this with like seventy five percent to eighty five percent sure. Right. That this is. And I think it's so much easier to dismiss the advice of a stranger than it is to dismiss dismiss the advice of like uh, somebody you know. Yeah. Because it's like if a stranger gives you advice, you don't feel like it's good advice. You chuck it. Right. But if the shit really touches something or changes your perspective, right. then, like, absolutely, try to adopt it. I think, yeah. So it's just like, all right, you know, like, as time progresses, like, as we build a catalog of shit, as we get better at the art of this shit itself, mm-hmm. you'll get that criticism that's going to, like, uh... I'll get the stuff that's constructive. Like, I'll, I'll get yeah. the stuff that's going to build the brand. 
Right. Speaking. I of mean, the the brand builds itself, but <clears throat> oh, I was gonna say. Speaking of the brand, man, I am loving, love, love, loving the process of working on this well-spoken token shit with you, like, or, or, or having the opportunity to like make something. Okay. With you. Like, uh, I, that's part of the reason why, like, I kind of made the giant move here. So, like, mm-hmm. I love every second of this shit. And I love each and every one of you guys. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to say that. Yes. Okay. Yes. The, yes. There's a lot of alcohol missing from that bottle. Okay. So, am, sure. I, am I lovey? Yes. All right. Cool. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Thanks, hey, hey, thanks man. Yeah. You know, love you too, bro. <laughs> Aw. All that other shit. Fuck you. But anyway. Yeah, fuck you too. How about you get back on the fucking topic, bitch? Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> I think, I think, at this point, pretty much to wrap it up, mm-hmm. like, uh, essentially, this medium, right? I think, like, I, I've really enjoyed the medium mm-hmm. that works best for my ideas. Like this, in the time. Yeah. In the time frame for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first decided, like, oh, it's podcast time. Or, mm-hmm. uh, I think that... Uh, as God being like, you know what? This is the direction that you kind of needed mm. in that. And uh, I'm just excited to see where this goes. Okay. I mean, fair. Whatever that is. That means. bitch still recording? Or are we out fucking... Nah, it's still recording. Alright, cool. I mean, as much as I understand that, I think that the token brand itself uh, can expand to a point where I don't think you even like foresaw it first. Okay. And that's going to require like a lot of... Uh, oh, wow, man. You saying you think you have potential? I would never say that. (laughs) You know, everybody's got potential. I just think that it's like you have to work yourself into something. Yeah. You know, and as much as I appreciate what you do, et cetera, et cetera, I think that there's so much more that you can do uh, on the back end past just this podcast stuff, et cetera, et cetera. You know, just to to drop seeds every now and again. Like, oh, I could do this, I could do that, I could do this, I could do that. Until you create an actual brand and not just, like, a perceived brand. Which is, I feel like... With that now, like, it's just like, hey, look, I'm doing things. Yeah, right. Like, Like, hey, everybody say, good job, I'm doing something. Yeah, absolutely. I could see how... I could see how this could spiral into that. Like, kind of an intention-seeking, like, uh... Set up like where I'm doing this necessarily to just look like I've got something going on, yeah. Rather than like I'm just winging this and yeah. flying by the seat of my pants, like I like to do, right? Fair, yeah. Nah, um, I, I appreciate that because, like, with you working as hard as you do about yeah. it, like, that's, that's one thing I've always loved about kind of our dynamic is that, like, when one of us says we want to do something, the other one of us gets like behind it, it's like 100%. It's like, okay, well. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to start making moves to give you, like, or to give you the best shot at this, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's your responsibility at this point to take it as far as you possibly can. It's like, okay, how much are you putting into this? How much How much are you contributing right, to that? Right, fair. And I think that's not necessarily how much work gets put in, but how much, like, how far mm-hmm. the actual... How far you can actually drive it. Takes it or goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right, man. Okay, man. Well, I, I I think that's that's it. Like, I think we're good. Yeah. So, all right, man, guys. Like, I I thank you so much if you stuck around all the way to the end here. There's gonna be multiple timestamps. We've covered quite a few freaking subjects today. Yeah, it's not uh, a pain in that. Yeah, <laughs> editing is not gonna be fun. Thank yeah. God I don't have to do that. Or excuse me, thank God I don't know how to do that yet. Mm-hmm. I love you guys. All right. I'm thinking I'm gonna end on that one. That's how you want. That's a good one. All right. No? All right. Whatever you want. This is the Well Spoken Token. Signing off.